1: Welcome to Never Had It So Good, Sports Talk Radio. I'm excited to hear what the guys think about March Madness. It's been filled with a lot of surprises and, um, again, some knockouts from our number one seeds. Never Had It So Good here at 7 p.m., March Madness Men's Basketball Discussion. We're going to get our co-host in here, Doug Riley, and also Tim Moore. Um, we're going to go ahead and open up the mics of everybody. And then at 8 p.m., make sure you stay tuned for Sports Talk Atlanta. Duck Riley, how are you, sir? Let me get his mic open. There you go, Duck. You're going to open hi, your hi. mic tonight, sir. <laughs> 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 All right, let's go ahead and open up tall, light-skinned, handsome brother. <laughs> oh, what's going
3: on, fam? Hey, I'm just happy to be here with everybody.
1: <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> Duck, as soon as he hears tall and light-skinned, he just started
3: talking. Oh, he was with this group, I don't know who the hell you're talking to. Like, you got too many on here. Listen, I look around. <laughs> listen,
1: Ricky's not on tonight. Ricky's not oh, on. Listen, oh,
3: listen. Okay. Every oh. time I turn my shoulder, I think I see Ricky. <laughs> hey, Pretty yeah.
4: Ricky, what they're calling. Pretty Ricky. Yeah, pretty Ricky.
1: Pretty yeah Ricky. that's it, man. Uh, He's glad Tuesday. Hey, princess, how you doing? (laughs) He didn't even speak there, right?
4: Me and him
3: going to have words.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Will Harris, how are you, sir? Fine. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good. Doing good. Thank you for being on. I don't recognize this so I'll call it the last four. One, two, three, two. Who do I have?
2: Tony talked to the best co host in sports radio. Boom, <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Yeah,
1: Tony <yeah. laughs> coming, coming nice? with you. Coming with the energy, yeah. too. All right, Duck, I'll chime in. Who else do we need to get? Tommy Pritchard. And is Tim going to be on tonight?
4: Uh, Yeah, he'll probably be on a little later.
1: All right. Well, I'll let you men have it tonight. I talked enough last night. You know,
4: let's just meet me now. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna get I, I'm gonna get started with uh uh Mr. Energy, uh, Tony Coleman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> What's
4: up? What's up? I, I wanna babe. know if your top five have changed over the
2: weekend. Man, my top five has changed, bro. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> have. Uh I have I still have Alabama. Um And I still have Houston, but the other the other three that I have at this particular point is Michigan State, Kansas State, and Arkansas. They go with that top five. These guys just flip. They just flip my whole thinking right now, man. After watching them, (laughs) you know, make it to the Sweet Sixteen. That's my five right there.
4: I uh, Will. What about you, Will? We saw we missed you last week, but we, we want to see if you got your five, if anything changed on your your top five.
1: Oh, yeah,
5: my five's uh, basically flipped over at this point. I think the top two are consistent, uh, Alabama one and Houston two, but three, four, and five completely different now. I'm going to go UCLA, Texas. I'm going to add Miami and, uh number five
4: right now.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
4: Larry, what about you, Larry?
3: Yeah, listen, I wanted I almost put Princeton number one, but I'm gonna hold off on that. <laughs>
4: um,
3: but, but it did change. Um I got Houston and Alabama still as Will does at number one and number two. Um I thought UCLA would be a little more hurt uh with the injury, but uh they are performing, they're battle tested, so they played extremely well. I got Kansas State uh coming in at number four. Um they are just playing really, really well together and uh, that point, Marcus, is uh, is on fire. Um, and then rounding that off, uh, I got Arkansas. Um, I wanted to say 48 minutes of hell, but it's not quite the same, but they are bringing it also, a great deal of energy. Um, so, yeah, changed. My first two were the same, uh, but then after that, yeah, there's been uh, quite a few changes.
4: Okay. Larry, I'm going to stay with you because I'm going to hit each one of you with the region, and let's talk about what's happening in each region. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the South first, Larry. What's your thinking? What's happening?
3: Well, you know, uh, again, my only two of mine that would remain the same was Alabama uh, out of that region. And obviously Princeton is a huge, huge surprise. I didn't see that. I don't even know. I doubted if they saw that. Um, San Diego State, um, boy, uh, they're actually recruiting my nephew. They can ball. I don't know if they're going to be able to play with Alabama uh, at at this point. Um, But there have been some wonderful games, uh, the San Diego. He dropped. He'll be
1: back in
4: here in the system. Yeah. He just didn't stop talking. Yeah, he's calling me now, so he's down the wrong (laughs) number. (laughs) I don't really want to talk to him, Francis. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Is let's he back see if he on gets back
1: in the room. No, not yet. Okay. okay. Uh, come on, let me, come
4: on. Let, yeah, let me jump to Tony, and we'll pick up with him. Tony,
2: let's talk about that South region. Okay. Um, of course, um, I still have Alabama as my favorite, um, you know, in the Sweet 16. Now, that game against San Diego. Um, one thing that you know I've watched with with uh, Alabama uh, to make it to this point is that they are a very athletic, big, and um, athletic team with a uh, tremendous defensive side of the ball. Offensively, they can really put it up, but they they haven't really been really consistent on the offense side of the ball. I think at this particular point now, as they go into the Sweet 16, they've gotta they got to be more consistent offensively to go along with the ferocious defense that they, they can play. Um, San Diego State can put the ball up and score points in bunches. So you're going to have to, you know, beat them up at the same time. You, you know, if they're making shots, now that's going to slow you down uh, from getting the ball, you know, down. down hill. Um, and then, and then uh, you got Princeton and Creighton, you know, coming up. Princeton has been phenomenal. Uh, I just have a feeling in my gut that the Cinderella story is about to end. Uh, <laughs> I give them a lot of credit for the way they have played. They played outstanding basketball, knocking down shots like crazy. But the teams that they played against, you know, uh, they were really. Uh, you know, playing really a slowed down pace of a game and there was no physicality to really get into these guys' faces to kind of make them, I don't know, get off bounce a little bit with them shots. But they just outplayed outplayed man and they knocked down some big big shots and played I think the Cinderella story is over right now though. Um that's my summation for the South region. Okay, uh
4: Will, what's your summation for the South?
5: Yeah, well, in the first round, I think the um, Furman beating uh, Virginia uh, surprised me. I guess Virginia, outside of that one deep run they had in, I like, think, 2019, they've been having a lot of first-round exits. So that one uh, surprised me. And, then, of course, you had the Princeton upsetting Arizona. That kind of hurt my bracket a little bit. Uh, I picked <laughs> Alabama <laughs> to come out of this uh, region, though, so I'm still alive with that one. I think they'll have a tough matchup against San Diego State, though, but I think that'll be a um they should come away with the win there and um, Creighton Princeton uh matchup I just didn't see coming. I thought it would uh I thought Baylor would uh, make it to that point and I thought Arizona would have a
4: much stronger showing than they did. Okay. Uh Princeton, did we hit Larry back? Yeah, I'm here. I don't know. Yeah. Yes,
1: he's on.
3: Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. not you finish to. up the the South Region for us, Larry. Yeah, not a, not a problem. Uh, you know, somebody just mentioned the, the, about Alabama, and the one thing that I did notice that he mentioned also, I think it was Tony, that, um, yeah, they're full of athletes, um, but that offense does sometimes suffer. Um, and then I noticed that, you know, a lot of these teams that make it uh, this far have a good system in place. Um, but I still have Alabama, you know, over San Diego. Now, the Creighton-Princeton game is, is going to be really unique because this is a game that Princeton can win uh, because they're both very similar, both system types of teams. They, uh, they prey on your mistakes, and they don't make very many mistakes. I would like to have seen Princeton play the San Diego or something like that. I think that would have given Alabama. I think Alabama probably would have had more problems with Creighton or Princeton uh, than there was San Diego because San Diego is really athletic too. And it's just a matchup of styles. Um, again, I think uh, Will mentioned earlier, you know, we started off with that, you know, two-point game with that West Virginia-Maryland in the South. And that kind of set the tone. I had them picked. But I had them picked now. I had West Virginia picked. That hurt. You know, so between that and Furman and Baylor, you know, you know, this is March Madness. There were some upsets really early. And so right now I just think this is a matter of, um, you know, styles. Alabama I think will come out of that And I don't know if Princeton can run with Alabama But if Creighton wins uh, Creighton can give Alabama a run for the money
4: Okay I'm going to stay right with you Larry
3: yeah. uh,
4: Let's let's talk about that East region
3: Yeah um, Boy uh, Yeah I didn't see Yeah a lot of that coming up Purdue this is where Purdue came out of correct uh, Down here Um you know Purdue. I've talked about this all year. Um, I didn't think that they were a legit number one, but because they have a seven-foot kid and you know they play in the, the league or the, the, the division that they play, and, and with some wins, they were they were going to be ranked. Uh, I didn't think they were very strong. I did not see fairly fairly Dickinson two wins last year doing what they did. Um, it literally looked like a, a good Wyham face street Streetball game where they said, we're just not going to allow him to beat you. Everybody else uh, can. Um, so that was, that was uh, good to see. Kansas State, whew, my goodness. Uh, their, their little man reminds me, I think, I think somebody mentioned of Lowry. Um, he can really ball. Um, and so this is typically at this time of the year. This is a point guard uh, uh, time of the year. And their point guards are playing well. Did not see FAU. Um, matter of fact, I'm not even sure if I saw them them all year. Uh, so that was a, a, a huge surprise for me. Uh, the Kentucky game, yeah, I'm not high on Kentucky. Kentucky's a bunch of you know similar to Alabama, bunch of athletes, not great shooters. So you know they concerned me uh, from the beginning. So that wasn't quite a surprise. And Tennessee's been somewhat consistent. Um, so, Tennessee, I got Tennessee probably, uh, you know, between that game there. Michigan okay. State is always, you know, low-scoring game. They're going to keep you down. Um, I don't know if they can – I don't I don't think they can uh, uh, handle the Kansas State guard, Marquise. I really don't. And they play really good team defense. So, that'll be a good one. I got Kansas State and Tennessee uh, coming out
4: of that one. Okay. I'm going to jump to Tim. Uh, Tim. Come on, give me the south region and then the east region.
0: Uh, the south region, let me see which one that is. Um, wow. Um, that's Alabama,
4: Alabama now. That's that's oh, okay. Alabama, okay. Clear.
0: Yeah, that, that region has been very surprising to me. Lose it again? Um, yeah, on, I, of course, uh, you know, I, uh, everybody I think was surprised that Virginia got beat by Furman. Um, but, I, you know, seeing some teams that I hadn't seen all year was really kind of eye-opening. Uh, I, I was surprised that Baylor lost to Creighton. Uh, I was uh, obviously surprised that Princeton has done what it's done. And I, I thought when I watched them play uh, what Larry said uh, very uh, uh, early on when we were looking at this, he said that St. Mary's was a more talented Princeton. And it looks like Princeton – is the team that's really sort of like opening some eyes here. So, and, and they can really shoot the ball. I mean, it's, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat i Crane. I'm, I'm like he is on this one. Uh, but I think Alabama appears to be the most um, uh, athletic team that I've seen in that region. Uh, but they've got their hands full with San Diego state. Cause those, uh, those are some, some athletes they've got on that team. Uh, in the uh, other regions, um, Houston, um, I think has has gotten we're, by we're, by the we're hair.
4: Gonna,
0: we're, uh, Tim, We're, we're going to do stay the ones. on the east. Yeah, just the east right now. Okay, okay, yeah. That's that's sort of my take on that region. And I'm looking for looking at Princeton perhaps beating Creighton, and this Alabama San Diego State is going to be that's going to be a great game. Yeah, uh, give me what you, the
4: eastern region with uh, Purdue
0: and all of them. I was I was. Uh, not a big Purdue fan, but I was stunned that FDU beat them. Uh, the big man, was, uh, the big seven foot, is a pretty good ball player. Uh, but uh, Fairleigh Dickinson uh, had some shooters; they looked really good. And I thought, quite honestly, they should have beaten FAU. But um, you know, the brother with the bad haircut from FAU uh, was really hooping the guard.
4: Um,
0: Tennessee—they uh, surprised me too. They just manhandled Duke. I mean, that, that, was, that was an enjoyable game to watch because they went at it. I mean, they physically battled. And it looked like the big boy Filipowski from Duke didn't want any uh, late in the game. Um, Kansas State looks really strong. Uh, I was surprised at the way they played against Kentucky. Um, they looked like the better team to me out there against Kentucky. And then, uh, of course, I had Marquette going all the way to the Final Four. And uh, obviously that's not going to happen. Michigan State had something to say about that.
4: Okay, yeah, uh, speaking of that, uh, going over to the East region with uh, Tony Coleman, and since he was uh, hitting me up about Michigan State, uh, go ahead, Tony. Okay, East
2: region, um, you know, Purdue was the number one seed. Um, you know, again, I, I agree with uh, Larry. You know, um, I ne- I never had any confidence in them, you know, being a strong team to go through that region. I actually had them picked to to lose. I thought they were going to be FD, FDU, though. I really did. And I thought that Memphis, they would end up meeting Memphis, and Memphis would knock them off. But that didn't happen either. So they got knocked out in the first round, uh, you know, by FDU. I was, like, I was just amazed, uh, you know, watching that game. I was, you know, being a guy from South Jersey or New Jersey, period, you know, uh, I was happy to see. Uh, them get a victory like that against the number one seed, you know, as a 16 seed. So um, good for FDU, great for the school and the program. Um, Tennessee, I'm sorry. Um, Yes. So we're looking at coming out of that region now, right there, uh, Florida Atlantic and Tennessee. Tennessee, man, they're they're playing tremendous basketball. Um, Defensively, these guys are – ferocious and has been a real a real strength of theirs is to be physical uh, to be up in your face uh, rebound the basketball push the ball downhill and try to just you know take it to you um, Florida Atlantic you know they're going to be able to match up and it's going to be a very competitive game I think that Tennessee will probably come out on top in the end um, because you know defense man just wins games. Um, you gotta score the ball um and they win they win games um and uh and then, you know, believe it or not, I can't think of the kid's name, but Tennessee lost one of their top guards, and you know no one's really said much about it, but they still have been rolling through winning games, even after losing that kid um and then of course, Kansas State and Michigan state, man, that is the game to watch. Um, in this East region, Kansas State, of course. Now, see when we, when we start talking about the Sweet 16, now we really it really boils down to will will to win from the players, but also it's a coaching thing now. So now you're talking about uh, a substantial number of days in between games. So these these masterful coaches have an opportunity to really prepare their team. Um, Tom Izzo he has a tremendous record when he has time to prepare his team for an opponent in in the tournament. And uh, I'm going to go with Michigan state over Kansas state, but I think it's going to be a barn burner all the way from the beginning to the end. And uh, I think the MSU will come out on top. Yeah. Uh,
4: Hold up. up. Tony, hold up on the matchup because that's, that's coming up
2: next. So, okay.
4: Okay, Yeah. All right. Uh, you know, uh, Will, what's your what's your thoughts about the uh, the East? Because right now, you know, everybody's talking Tennessee, but none of you guys put them in your top five. Yeah, I mean, I um, didn't they play. play.
5: Okay, yeah, it was on. Um, I think with the Tennessee, I didn't expect them to get past uh, Duke in that region. But I mean, yeah, they're playing uh, as good as anybody right now. With all the upsets, got a good chance to maybe come out of that uh, region. I think uh, Purdue, I had question marks about all year, but I just think Fairleigh Dickinson's style was just all wrong for them. They were just small, too quick for them. They're just not used to seeing that type of style, the full court pressure uh, in the uh, Big Ten like that. So I think that was just a matchup issue with uh, Purdue. I just still didn't expect them to lose that game. That was probably the biggest shock in that uh, bracket. I thought Marquette would get a little bit further, but Michigan State uh, playing good as well. So that was another shock for me, but I think when you look at uh, the teams left, I mean, Tennessee, Kansas State, uh, Michigan State are all playing uh, good basketball right now. So I think you still have some competitive matchups coming up.
4: Okay. I want to I wanna stay right with you, uh, Will, because I want to know about the Midwest region.
5: It's probably one, the only uh, region that didn't have a lot of chaos. You still got the one-seat Houston. Uh, Miami's been playing well all year. Uh, Xavier and Texas are two and three seats, so we haven't really seen too many upsets in this region. I thought we had some good competitive games with um I watched the Kennesaw State Xavier game. While uh, Kennesaw State was winning for most of the game, I think Xavier just finished stronger, was able to advance in that one. Um, Drake in Miami, another one that was competitive all game, but um, I think Miami, they just have a good athletic roster, some good players. I think there um, should be a good game with Houston with
4: them coming up as well. Okay, Tony, where about you with the Midwest?
2: You know, I, I'm going to have to agree with um, with Will, you know, when he, when he spoke about not too many upsets over there. I think the team that um, may surprise people that that are really not really following, you know, the March Madness is Miami. You know, Miami is a really, really good team. And, uh, you know, they're doing well. They continue to move forward. And I believe – um, you know uh, Houston. You know they're playing really good ball. Sasser, man, he just man, that guy. Whew, man, he, he he did some things, man. <laughs> uh, last game, but I said, man, he he, he is he is the real deal. Um, and uh, you know then the upcoming uh, you know games, you know down below, you know with Texas and uh, you know they stay
4: stay, stay 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 up top. We still say yeah,
2: that's still
4: Midwest. Okay, yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're about, you're
4: about I'm, I'm sorry, Tony. I, I just sometimes you, you know, I have to I have to bring you back, man.
2: But go ahead, do your thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel you. I feel you. That's why you're the host. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, um, I, I'm just going to say that, you know, in that region in the Midwest. There wasn't too many upsets. The teams that are advanced to the Sweet 16, in my opinion, we expect them to be there. And I'll just leave it at that.
4: Okay. All right. Uh, Larry, what about you with the uh, the Midwest?
2: Yeah.
3: um, To everybody's point, not very many upsets. And, you know, to some surprises, you know, I've been on, you know, Miami for a while. I've watched them play a few times, and they're very athletic. And not only athletic, they probably have a little more um, um, uh, basketball uh, in them, other than just the athleticism, uh, rather than some of these others. Um, earlier, watching um, that Penn State, I think it was uh, Tim, and I wasn't a huge, I wasn't huge on Penn State, but let me say he said that they could ball, and I was really surprised at watching them. They were really that was a really good game watching them uh, against Texas A&M. And then, you know, before they lost, and it was a very close game losing to Texas, they, they played very well. Um, Xavier does this. Xavier and Creighton always remind me of mirror teams. Um, you know, mid, mid-major type athletics, but very good team-oriented teams. Uh, Xavier, you know, came through again. Texas is very athletic and more of a basketball team now than just athletes. In the past, I kind of thought that they, you know, they lacked in some sort of kind of skills, but I don't see that any longer. And then when I move up, I was, you know, I was surprised to see, you know, Miami um, after that first game against Drake. I think, well, that was a very good game. I don't know if it was nerves, but Drake played them well. It could have just been a matchup. And then, you know, what they did to Indiana, they blew them out the water. So, you know, to see Miami there and I was kind of on them, it was good to see. Houston is Houston. Sasser is Sasser. He is the straw that stirs that team. Um, I'm not sure what he will look at the next level, but at this level, he is exactly – he's a big guard. And, again, I mentioned earlier, this is guard-driven. And at this time of year, uh, to see him and the rest of them play well, as long as they can keep shooting well. They remind me of Alabama a little. As long as they can keep shooting well, uh, they'll do well. And even if they're not shooting well, against Miami, they might be able to get away with it. But if they're going to play, let's say Xavier wins, I would have some concern for Houston if they're not, you know, hitting all the baskets. But um, those would be my my, uh, final two or final four uh, coming out of the Midwest.
0: Okay. uh, Tim, the Midwest. Yeah, I'd have to concur with everyone else. Uh there haven't been as many upsets in that region as uh as there have been in some of the others. Um I I was rooting for uh Kennesaw State against Xavier simply because my daughter went to undergrad there. And uh, <laughs> I thought they actually they actually should have won that game, but they, they, they you know, it showed that they hadn't been there before and I think the the stage kinda got to them in the end, but they led that that game the entire time against Xavier. Uh until late in the ball game. Um But Xavier has put together a little run here, and uh, they could be dangerous. But as Larry said, this Texas team is is much more impressive than I realized uh, during the season. I saw them in the SEC Challenge, and they did not fare well. Um, But uh, they've looked very good in this tournament, as has Miami and Houston. I think that's going to be a whale of a game. Uh, Houston is um, a team that I had chosen to to win the whole thing, but – I think Miami um is in pretty good shape because Houston does have Sasser uh a little bit injured, even though he's been playing. Um so that that one um uh, that one I'm really looking forward to. Um and I, I think that's a push. That could have, that could happen either way, but I think Texas will get Xavier. Okay, okay
4: um uh, uh you missed out on the that your top five. I
0: just wanna know if any of your top five changed. Man, my yeah, yeah, Marquette. I mean, my <laughs> man, I, it's obliterated. I think the only team that's left that I was really kind of uh, expecting to be there is uh, is Houston, and they may be out after this round. Wow. Okay. All right. Uh,
4: and, and by the way, guys, just in case you guys were wondering, my my, I picked UCLA to win it all. So, anyway. Okay. All I, right, uh, Tim. Uh, let's talk about the West region.
0: Uh, yeah, the West. You, you you must be you must have thought John Wooden was still coaching, but anyway, um, the uh, <laughs> the West has been the West has been very competitive, very interesting. Um, when I watched Kansas and Arkansas the other day, um, I thought after the first five six minutes of that game, there was no possible way that Arkansas could win that ball game. And they came back and pulled it out at the end. That guard, I can't remember if it was Davis, uh, just had a crazy second half and just went off on them. Um, but I don't think they've got another one of those in them. I think UConn's going to get them. Um, Gonzaga, uh, I was surprised that they beat TCU, but they did. Um, but I'd have to agree with you, Duck. I think UCLA uh, is the class of that, um, of that region, and I think they'll probably meet UConn and beat UConn uh, to go to the Final Four.
4: Okay, uh, let's go with you, Will. Let's talk about the West.
5: Yeah, this one uh, surprised me as well. I had Kansas coming out of this one, so that's pretty much over when they, uh, Arkansas upset them. I mean, they were in control of the game for much of the first half, but Arkansas just finished stronger, was able to uh, knock them out. I thought uh, UConn's playing real well um, coming out of that conference, two blowout wins over Iona and St. Mary's, so... I mean, they got a good shot uh, coming out of there. And then I think uh, UCLA, uh, I have them in my top five. I think they're playing uh, I mean, they're playing well. They got a tough game coming up against uh, Gonzaga, so we'll see how that goes. But, again, another bracket where we didn't see too many uh, surprises except for a second-round game with the Arkansas upsetting the number one seat.
4: Okay, uh, Larry.
3: Yeah, yeah. To every, again, to everybody's point, not many upsets in this region. Um, probably could have picked this one, in, uh, you know, in your bracket really easily. Uh, man, and, and I think somebody, and it may have been Tony, mentioned, you know, at this time of the year, um, especially when I look at this bracket here, this is about coaching. And when I look up top and I see UConn and, and Arkansas, Man, I, UConn surprised me. And, I mean, I knew they were good, but then I watched them, and they are that's a Hurley team. Um, so having him as a coach, he's been there. Uh, watching them play, I didn't even realize they were that highly seated. I like UConn. Um, Arkansas, again, very athletic, um, very in-your-face, uh, defense-oriented team. Um, I do think UConn could probably stop them because Arkansas' offense is, uh, just doesn't float quite the same as UConn do. Uh, and then when I moved down, I thought UCLA, I wanted to pick them until the injury. Um, so that changed my mind. And I literally on it scratched out, I have UCLA first and then put Kansas in until my bracket was out after that. But I do like UCLA. And we talked about this. They've got some pedigree. And watching them, you could tell they feel very comfortable being here. Uh, the light is not too bright for them. Gonzaga is another, you know, uh, a team that plays a system, you know. They're going to be here. Everybody knows what they're going to do. Again, I think we mentioned this earlier. Um, I think it was um, uh, St. Mary's is, uh, gives them problems, but many other teams don't. Gonzaga has maybe just enough athletes to play with most people. I think UCLA is probably way too athletic for them. Um, So I like UCLA coming out of here, and we'll do the Final Four later. But I think that's going to be a good game. But that UConn-Arkansas game, I think is going to be a barn burner up top.
4: Okay.
2: uh, Your thoughts, Tony? Let's talk about the West. Okay. First of all, I just want to make one thing clear. That although Kansas didn't did not have Bill Self, um, it didn't really matter because the assistant coaches they really took over. And they knew what they, they knew what they were doing, and yeah. Arkansas just made the, the the right plays, you know, down the stretch to pull that game out. It was a a game where it was anybody's game. It was a very a very good play game, and they just came out on top because of just having just some more, more more desire and uh, making some plays down the stretch. Um, Saint Mary's and UConn. I'm glad that Saint Mary's is home watching it on T V like us. Um <laughs> because I mean, you know, I, I think they were, you know, pretty much, you know, out categorized so to speak in terms of being in that region there. Um so I don't think Yukon is totally prepared for the next game because I don't think St. Mary's gave them that game they really need to help them really prepare for Arkansas. So that's going to be a game to watch. Um, I'm not going to mention any more until we get to that point. Um, okay.
4: Uh, well, Tony, uh, is there any way you could call a and tell him to keep his shirt on? <laughs> uh, he, he, pull, he he pulling off his shirt, Tony, like he was cut up.
3: Yeah.
4: Listen, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he hey, worked on that me, all year. Put the shirt back
0: on, man, before <laughs> <Yeah>. the end <game. laughs> Yeah,
4: right. Okay, all right. Oh,
2: uh, I want to make one more point, though. They just about those two teams really quickly. Um, that may, may, many people don't don't uh, realize is that uh, Arkansas has been in back to back Elite Eights. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now this year they got like six. And a lot of different names in the roster But they've been there before So, you know, that's experience there You know, most of them have been there So that's going to play a big factor I don't think Danny Hervey Has been there So I think that's to Arkansas' advantage Okay
4: Alright yeah. uh, Now, uh, I'm going to stay with you, Tony Because you get to kind of Talk about the matchups in each region
2: Okay um why don't I just stay right there where I'm at right now um in the west and <laughs> and uh, that matchup between Arkansas and yukon um I think um Arkansas is going to come away with that one i think they I think they got a little bit of an edge. I think they're more hungry, Most of them has been there before um i i I love uh you know Danny Hurley. I know he can coach. Well, he has he hasn't been in that situation, and um, you know Arkansas they play they play hard, man. You know they play hard. And I think those guys are really hungry, and they 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 do the extra, the little things, man. Those little intangibles. They don't turn the ball over. They dive on the floor. They get up in your face. You know they just they're like little gnats, man. They just all over you, and they can score the ball. Um, Gonzaga and UCLA game. All I can say between that matchup there is Jacquez, man. Jacques, uh is the man. I mean, that guy is the man. He's going to have a great, and he'll be a, a top lottery pick. Um, you know, they, uh, they, if you remember last year, they lost in the Sweet 16. So that's another thing that's driving them. If you want to have a why, that's their why. Man, we was here last year. I'm glad I didn't go out in the draft. Jaquez would say, man, I came back. I got something to prove. We're back in the same game that we lost in last year. We're not losing this year. We're going to beat Gonzaga. We're going to, you know, we're going to do whatever we got to do to get rid of the Zags. So Bailey and Campbell and company, UCLA, I think they're going to take care of the Zags and move on. If we go back up to... Uh, the Midwest. I mean, Houston and Miami. They, you know, Houston got a heck of a game coming up, man. Um, they really have to prove themselves in this game as the number one seed because Miami is coming, man. Miami is coming. They got, they got some guys that they ain't fearing anything, and uh, you know, guys are going to step up and you know try to show what they can do on a national stage. Texas. All I gotta say is. Dasul. Dasul. Man, that guy was killing him. He was he was <laughs> killing the man in that game. I, that's the first time I really seen him play that well offensively. They just kept going to him. They just kept going to him. He just kept hitting bucket after bucket after bucket after bucket. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have a problem. They're gonna have a problem. Um, you know, in that game. Let's jump back over to the south, south side, mm-hmm. Alabama. Uh you know San Diego State. That's going to be, uh, you know, a barn burner. Again, they gotta they gotta do better offensively on the Alabama side. I believe uh, San Diego. They gotta shoot the ball. They gotta be able to spread the floor and knock knock down shots on the outside to maybe slow Alabama down a little bit from you know pushing the ball downhill and getting transitional baskets. Because you know they're going to be deep uh, defending all in their face. Uh, so that's gonna be interesting. Princeton and Creighton. Um, I got to go with Creighton. I think that they're going to do what they need to do to knock Princeton off their high horse. Uh, And I want want to give Princeton their their props. I mean, they they did a heck of a job up to this point, but I think the Cinderella season is over. Um, Tennessee, of course, is tough defensively. I think they're going to, you know, really put their D on – border Atlantic and then of course man Michigan State and Kansas State. Now that's gonna be uh, the one for the ages, man. We're talking about Tang versus Izzo. So uh Izzo got the experience. Um, he knows how to get his guy going. Kansas State. Uh they got Marquise Noel. I mean this kid is unbelievable. So what is what is Izzo gonna do? You know, he's had tremendous guards throughout his, his program for years. So he would know how to put a strategy together and try to slow them down. So what do we do? Do we focus on, on Noel or we shut everybody else down just so let Noel kind of like do his thing? You know, so, you know, Atkins and, and, uh, and Walker, you know, Michigan State backcourt, those guys are not bad at all either. You know, so um, they're, they're very cerebral. They understand the game. They're not to play the right way. And these guys are playing at an at a all-time – High level right now. So it's going to be very interesting to see, and I can't wait to watch that matchup, man. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to say Michigan State in the, in that matchup over Tang. Okay. okay. Sure. All right,
4: uh, Tim.
0: Your matchup, Who you like? Yeah. I uh, yeah, try to try to do this real quick. Uh, I think the Alabama San Diego State is going to be a slugfest. Uh, I didn't realize Alabama was as good as they are. They they look like probably as strong a team as, as I've seen in this uh, tournament, and that's going to be a slugfest because San Diego State looked really strong. They looked overwhelmingly strong against Furman. Uh, I think the Creighton Princeton game. Uh, I, I think uh, I actually think Princeton might get them. Uh, Creighton's a pretty good ball club, but I think Princeton might get them. Uh, Miami Miami and Houston is going to be another slugfest. That's going to be a tremendous ball game. Uh, I think Texas um, is going to overwhelm Xavier. Uh, I don't think that game will be as close as we might think it will be. Um, I believe that Tennessee is going to do the same thing to FAU. Um, I think the you know, it, it's clock struck 12. FAU needs to go home now. It's, uh, you know, it, it's over. Um, <laughs> it's Kansas kid Noel, the point guard is my favorite player in the, in the uh, tournament so far. Um, I, I didn't see them a whole lot during the regular season, but I like what I saw the other day. I really like Kansas state. I think they're going to get Michigan state. Uh, I agree with you, Duck. I think UCLA is going to get Gonzaga and, um, uh, and, you know, uh, I think Arkansas, you know, sort of did what they're going to do in this tournament against Kansas. I think they're done. I think UConn and Salango will take them out.
4: Okay. Uh, Larry.
3: Yeah. You guys touch on a lot of the you know, same things. Uh, that Alabama, San Diego, Alabama is good. My only concern is, is shooting and and in in the half court, not transition. San Diego matches up really well with them if they're not hitting outside shots. They are as athletic as they are, uh, quite possibly. So that's going to be a really good game. I got Alabama coming out, but I think that's going to be a really, really good close game. I think Tim mentioned it. Princeton could get Creighton. Um, When you're talking about styles, and, again, this is, you know, everything is about styles at this point of the year, at this time of the year. Princeton is much more athletic than I thought they were. Um, this is not you know the, the, the twenty years ago they're 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 fairly athletic. Um, so I think that they could get Creighton, and that wouldn't be a surprise to me. Um, boy, I had Creighton down just now, but I'm going to go ahead and put princeton um, i'm going to put Princeton to win that one, but I got Alabama coming out of there. I don't think uh, Princeton can slow Alabama down enough uh, way too athletic for them uh, there. And then when I moved down um, to the east, FAU, I, yeah, I think, uh, you know, kind of pick your slippers up. Uh, you had a good run. Uh, the Cinderella stories over there, Tennessee, is, I just think they outman them. Um, too much length, size, uh, talent, athleticism, and basketball. And when we moved down, everybody's mentioned, you know, the guard. My goodness, um, between he and uh, Fairleigh Dickinson's uh, point guard. Um, I think probably been the two most outstanding uh, players so far uh, of the tournament. Uh, Michigan State, boy, they make you play their style. And I wanted to put Kansas State, and, as, as, and this is happening in real time as we're talking, I had Kansas State down. Uh, you can't give him that much Michigan State that much time. He always finds a way to take away what you do well. Uh, so I, I'm going to, you know, Kansas State in my heart, but I got Michigan State on paper. So I got Tennessee against Michigan State, and, boy, boy, that's going to be a good one because Michigan State, Tennessee, the athleticism. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I just think they've been a little more consistent this year, probably a little more uh, – uh, their offense is a, a little uh, higher revving than Michigan State, and so I'm going to give them the advantage there. And then when I move over to the Midwest, Houston – you know, I've been on Miami all year. Um, That's a really good matchup. Both of them, very, very – I think that's like, you know, very similar teams, very – can get up and down the court, very athletic. Um, I'm probably going to have to go with Houston because I think they've been there all year. Uh, They were here last year. I think they've got some uh, – something to prove. I think that they're going to pull that one out. But I think that's going to be a really good game, maybe one of the best in the tournament. And when you come down to Xavier in Texas – this is another game of styles. Xavier reminds me of a Creighton and a Gonzaga. They make you play at their pace. Um, if they are not hitting early, Texas could run away with this. I think Tim or somebody said it could, be, it could be a blowout. But if Xavier is able to hit a few and, 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 and get that tempo to where they want it, that's a really good game. And if in the second half, if this is close, I like Xavier. But I'm not sure they could do that, so I'm going to go with Texas. And so I've got um, Houston and Texas there. Houston coming away with that one again. Um, they've been here last year. They have something to prove. Arkansas, UConn, my good I like UConn. In Arkansas, I watch, uh, I watch them play well, but for some reason I like UConn in this. Again, I know some others see it differently. I like the imprint that, that you know, Hurley has had on UConn. Um, That program is used to it more recently than maybe Arkansas. But I think somebody just mentioned Arkansas has been in the, you know, the sweet 16 or eight the past two, two, three years. So they've been there too. That's a toss-up. I'm going to go with uh, UConn. And down low, UCLA. Um, I am surprised that they're playing as well as they are with the injury. By the way, I can't remember, Grant maybe his name. I think he was their best defender. So to do what they're doing is pretty outstanding uh, for that team. Uh, they are a really good team; could put the ball in there. And so I'm going to go UConn, UCLA, and I'm going to go UCLA on
4: that one. Okay, will. Yes, I start with
5: the South. We got uh, Alabama, San Diego State. I mean, I think this will be their toughest matchup to um, the rest of that region. Um, San Diego State will put up a good fight against them. I just think Alabama's. Um, very good defensively. Um, pretty much been the most consistent team throughout the season, so I have Alabama winning that game. Creighton-Princeton, I think, may be a low-scoring game. Um, Princeton, I'm even impressed with. They played great defense the first two rounds. Um, Creighton, you know, they have a big upset over Baylor, So, but I think, um, I think the Cinderella one's going to end there. So I'll take uh, Creighton and Alabama coming out of that region with Alabama getting to the Final Four. In the uh, eastern region, you got FAU and Tennessee. I haven't watched much of FAU all year. Um, I thought they got that uh, favorable matchup with fairly Dickinson in round two. That was a competitive game, but I think Tennessee just just um, too strong. I thought they played real physical, was able to bully Duke. So I think they'll come out of that one. And uh, beat uh, FAU. I think Kansas State, Michigan State going to be an underrated matchup. Um, two good teams there. I'll take uh, – I'll take uh, – Tom Izzo and Michigan State in that one. And I think Tennessee will uh, come out of the east in the uh, west. So Arkansas, UConn, I think is going to be another good game. But I'm going to take uh, UConn there. And I'll also, um, I'll also take UCLA uh, in uh, the matchup against Gonzaga. So I'll take, uh, I think I originally had Kansas coming out of this region, but I'll put uh, UConn now. I think UConn will end up. I pick the upset UConn kind over of UCLA there. Uh, Houston Miami I think will be the best matchup of the weekend. I mean both of them they're not the they don't have the biggest teams but they both are very good athletes. Um, I think uh, Houston's just a better rebounding team. Um, they've also been playing well all year. So uh, I'll take Houston in a close one there. What will be probably the most entertaining matchup of the weekend. And then I'll take uh, Texas over Xavier and uh, Houston advancing to the Final Four out of the Midwest.
4: Okay, on on the next one, all I want you to do is just give me uh, the answer. You don't have to tell me why because we're going to be running out of time. So I'm going to stay with you, Will. I just want to know on these two questions, who's winning it all and who's going to be the MVP of the NBA, the Joker or Embiid? So the first one is who's going to win it all in the NCAA final? and uh between the Joker and B for uh the MVP
5: so so for the NCAA tournament um I'm going to go with Alabama uh, to win it all and i think okay. the Joker's going to win the NBA MVP
4: okay uh Tim
0: same two questions Yeah, Doug. Uh, I think uh, the uh, winner of the Miami Houston game is the national champion. Um, I, I think we've seen that this one and done thing is not working very well for the NCAA tournament. The teams that have players that stay around for a while are going to are, are prevailing in the NBA. Mb. Okay, uh, Tony.
2: I got Alabama winning the uh, the national championship uh, versus Houston. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. And then for my MVP, I'm going to go with the big fella, Joel Embiid. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Uh, All right. That's
4: East Coast
3: bias. I like that. Um, yeah, tough, uh, tough one. Well, not even that tough, and I think, you know, Tim points something out. I like Houston. Uh, Houston, Alabama. Houston comes back. Um, but I do think prior to getting there, UCLA is going to give Houston some fits. Um, and if they're not on, they can win it. But I got Houston. And my final, uh, uh, my MVP is, I think he's been doing it and pulling away with it this past month. Uh, his team's uh, two games out compared to what's happening to Joker. I got Joel Embiid uh, winning this one.
4: All right, going to stay with Eli. Uh, you, Larry. Beefing, I'm making this go,
3: hmm, I'm just going to jump back on. I'm I'm hoping that uh, Morant um, has learned something uh, going through what he went through uh, and that it could be taken away from him that quickly. I know he's saying that it was stress-related. You know, that could be true. It could be not. But I hope that he gets a team around him um, that has more of a positive impact and maybe his father has to sit there. Somebody sits his father down and says, you need to behave uh, accordingly your son is kind of yeah your son is kind of following your lead and that, that that's is not right. it yeah yeah so
4: that, yeah that's my beef <laughs> all right uh,
2: all right uh tony beef and i'm making this go hmm
0: man you know what
2: i'm just going to just uh kind of reiterate a few things with my beef with all-star weekend and uh i believe that the message got out to adam silver in the front <laughs> office and uh, I think they're working on some things. And, uh, you know, so I'm just excited to wait to hear what that result is going to be. But I know they're going to make some changes. And, uh, you know, Adam said, you know, you make a really good point because I remember when the three-point contest was going on with Light Bird, Light Bird, he would walk into the locker room and ask everybody in the locker room, who's coming in? Uh, uh, uh,
1: that's
2: right. <laughs> that's right. You know, so, yeah. You know, that's the kind of stuff that Adam said, man, we need to bring that back. So that's, yeah. my, that's my uh continuation of the okay. beef. I like that. Okay.
4: Will you beefing are making us go, hmm. Uh this week I'm gonna uh beef with
5: uh load management in the uh MBA. We see too many instances where people are coming to the games to see their favorite players and they end up last minute they pay for the ticket and then they don't get to see the guy play. So I don't wanna sound uh, old school in that regard, but I just think they have to do something with the the load management and guys being healthy and not playing in the regular season. I just think it takes a a lot from the regular season when the best players, the stars of the league, the faces of the league is aren't playing every week. Okay. Yes, uh I agree.
4: I agree uh
0: with yeah, yeah duck uh my my uh my beef is the way, the inconsistency that the uh, NBA, NCAA tournament has been called with. Uh, I think, uh, you know, some games they're calling touch fouls, and I think the refs just are interjecting themselves into, into some of these games a little too much. Let the, let the athletes play. These are big, strong guys. And if somebody bumps somebody and it doesn't affect the play, the guy still gets the rebound and he just happens to bump into him with his chest or something, play on. Um, yeah, and they, I think they called too many ticky tack fouls, and uh, I hope that as we get into the Elite Eight and Final Four, that they kind of let them play a little bit.
1: Yeah. All right.
4: so, so you don't want the same referees that I sent you guys that do football, right?
1: <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay.
4: All right, guys from uh, Never Hit It So Good Radio. Princess Cooper, Tim Moore, Tony Coleman, Will Harris, without my, our homeboy, Tommy Pritchett, Larry, look, Larry Tisdale. Hey, good <laughs> night to <laughs> you guys next week. All right, Princess, take us out. All right. <laughs> I'm just <Be> laughing. You
1: guys
4: have a great Love evening. We say, too, brother. All right. You guys have a great
1: evening. Of all y'all. All All right.